Episode 16 of Swamp Talk. Argentina! This week we're going to pay attention to Argentina. Uh, they one... make up less than 1% of our yeah, total just listeners. Less. But uh, the other day I was outside, sitting in the office, doing office things. And fucking saw some fucking shit rats out there chilling in the little field in the little park that I made out in the park. There's a nice bench out there. I'm watching them sitting at the office which is facing the field. I'm like, oh cool, they're checking out the little pond and the dock that I made. And then they walk towards the bench. Just picked it up and just like, oh cool, they're gonna you know, just chill by the water. No, these little shit rats picked up my bench and they fucking threw it in the goddamn water. So I threw my Ugh. hands up and I yelled, what the fuck? They saw me. Ditches. They saw me, picked Ran up their away. bikes and started riding away. But they tried hiding in the woods. Because they're such fat pieces of shit, they fucking got tired 10 yeah. feet up the fucking trail. Yeah, and they started walking their bikes. So I jumped down. They saw me running towards them and they took off in the field. So I've been doing patrols. Around the park, every day, around the same time. We're supposed to be fucking closed. And then, the other day, at 6.30, they're fucking out there again. They got a girl with them. They're gonna making they're all gonna, kinds of noise. Yep. They're going to do dirty things, so we had to break that one up. So I walked out there all sneaky-like. And before I got there, they fucking took off again. So I followed them up the trail until they knew that they left the park. No fucking shit swamp kids. Gonna have to make signs saying no fucking shitheads allowed. Yeah, if you're gonna come out here to the Brattlebrook on Halloween Eve for mischief night... You got another thing coming. We have guns. We're fucking watching you. We're not afraid to use guns. Yeah, whatever you do, do not come out here to the Brattlebrook on Halloween Eve. Bad things happen. Argentina! If you didn't Located know. in uh, South Africa, as we said, they make up less than 1% of our total listeners. You think with a population of 400... What, what is that? 44.49 million? How is there .49 million? I don't know. All right. Well, we're going to round that off. I guess, you know, they don't consider paraplegics. Oh, technically it's 44,490,000. Oh, okay. All right. Well, yeah, that number. You think with that many people, they would have more listeners for us, but I guess not. Probably has something to do with the fucking president, Albert Fernandez. Make your fucking... Whatever they are, civilians, listen to Swamp Talk podcast. Speaking of listeners, somehow someone out in Washington stepped in some shit of our podcast and fucking tracked it all around Seattle. Now Seattle is completely number one at Beat Massachusetts, 
it has the most listeners of Why? all the states and countries. Why would you ever? So. Wash your fucking ears. Here's to you, fucking Seattle. Yeah, cheers to you. We already opened our beers for this, t- this yep, episode, so, so we'll just we'll just suck them down really loudly. I'm drinking fucking a fucking Seattle. I'm drinking a spiked smoothie, peach raspberry. It's a it's just beer. God, the raspberry is so strong in it. Yep. Fucking need new equipment. So yeah. if you can go to the Swamp Talk anchor.fm slash Dillon Street Poise and Or even better just make we, a monthly make donation. GoFundMe. Go fund the Dillon Street Boys. We'll just we'll have no end goal. We'll just tell people to fund us. <laughs> well that's what the thing on the Support us thing on uh, Anchor FM is, but I think it's in the description of our show. Yeah, well, link yeah, to go fund us on Anchor. Yeah, so either way, just give us your money. Yeah, we're like a new mic stand and possibly some new mics. Yeah, it's a dollar from like everybody over the course of five years, and we'll have a new mic stand that costs thirty bucks. Yep, or just donate ten dollars a month. That'd be fucking wonderful, and then we can get one quicker. Their president, Albert Fernandez, was born in, uh, on uh, April 2nd, 1959. He attended law school at the University of uh, Buenos Aires. Graduated at the age of 24. Very nice. And later become a professor of criminal law. Uh, the 11th of August, 2019, Fernandez won first place in the 2019 primary elections, earning 47.7% of the vote. And then, on October 27th, the general election, Fernandez won presidency by attending, uh, attaining 48.1% of the vote. And Holy shit, he's a fan Like favorite. normal presidents, that's how you become president. You win the most votes. In the middle of East Bumfuck. Yep, gotta keep the looters out of the yard. Yep. You know, oh. just in case protesters come all the way out to the middle of nowhere on a mountain. Up headed towards, right on top of this, there was uh, like two or three houses in this long stretch of fucking road that was completely encaged in... Its own fence. This fence went around all three properties. So, you know, these redneck hillbillies really don't want their Mexicans coming onto their property or any type of immigrant, you know. Unless you're white with blonde hair, blue eyes, you cannot go on their property. Or they will shoot you and then fuck their sister in front of you. That's legal. On their property because they're probably their own country. Probably. Weird places to visit. Episuin? Episuin. I don't know how to pronounce it. Yeah, we don't know it. E P E C U E N. Send us uh, a video of you trying to pronounce this. And, oh, yeah. and we won't post it, but. 
we'll listen to yeah, it. Yeah, we'll listen to it. Totally forgot. We got a new email address. Got our own email domain. Swamptalk at brattlebrookparks.com is our email. Send us your videos. Send us your feedback, comments. Uh, send us money. Whatever. Whatever have you. If you got a good We're dick cheap. Pic, if you got a good dick pic, send it. No, don't do that. A strange ghost town that spent a quarter century underwater. Okay. Coming up for air again in the Argentina farmland southwest of Buenos Aires. Okay. Who came up for air? (laughs) The town. was once a bustling little lakeside resort where 1,500 people served 20,000 tourists a season. Sounds like Pittsfield, Massachusetts in fall. There's a lot of uh, people out today on Route 2 going up Florida Mountain there. So many people looking out into the valley of color. Uh, There wasn't... It was just brown yeah now it's just brown we lost all the leaves so it's just brown they're looking at Uh, dead trees they're looking on the wrong side the other side had a lot more color (laughs) but it did look pretty dope actually there's so many asians i guess um it's tourist season for asians because there's a lot there's also a lot of people on motorcycles today yeah getting in those last rides you know it was nice to see all those people up there on the florida mountain how many of those motorcyclists were wearing assless chaps? We'll never know because they were sitting down. Uh, actually, I saw one today oh. at the gas station. Figures. Get a mullet. <laughs> Heavy rainstorms followed by a series of wet winters and the lake overflowed in its banks in November 10th, 18, or 1985. Okay, so it's only been underwater for... 40 years? Something like that? What? 35? Yeah, 35. 35 years? Okay, so I mean, it's not even that long ago. Water burst through a retaining wall and spilled into the lakeside streets. Within days, their homes were submerged under nearly 10 meters, 33 feet of water. Of corrosive salt water, not just regular water. It's a salt water lake. Well, that's shitty. Now the water has mostly receded. The town is back. And How'd you creating. get it to be yellow? Oh, it was probably from when I copied and pasted. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I'm gonna do cool this one. place to visit is uh, the Cape of Hands. Stenciled handprints and wall paintings dating back 10,000 years. Some of the earliest forms of cave art. Tucked in the valley of Pinturas River. Hand painting, the hand paintings are dated uh, to around 500 B.C. Bullshit. Somebody yeah. probably went in and traced their hands. Well, yeah. Pretty much is, that's what they did. Uh, they believed these cave dwellers stenciled their own hands using bone-made pipes to create the silhouettes. Most of the prints are left-hand, left-handed, indicating that they probably held the spraying pipe to their right hands. 
Wow, what a weird way. In their right hands. So they're just... They, yeah, everybody, they were normal back then. Yeah, they There were it, no lefties. They did it the, uh... Normal way. The way that everybody would do it. Yeah, unless you're a lefty, and then you're weird. Yeah, fucking weirdo. Uh, they used different mineral pigments to make different colors. Iron oxides for red and purple. A word I can't pronounce for white. An even bigger <laughs> word... Uh, natrojuricite for yellow and manganese oxide for black. Kaolin? You couldn't say kaolin? Yeah, kaolin. <laughs> for white? He's like a word I can't say for white. <laughs> uh, hunting scenes and representations of animals and human life found in the cave dating back even further. Than the stenciled hands to Holy around shit, uh, seven three hundred BC. Seventy three hundred BC. It's a long fucking time. Why'd ago. you say it like that? Cause my ear itched. Seven three hundred. Yeah, seven three hundred. <laughs> we, uh. we didn't say one thousand nine hundred and twenty-three in nineteen twenty-three. Argentina. Argentina. They invented radio broadcasting. That is hard to believe. But we'll give it to you. Argentina was one of the first countries in the world to have radio broadcasting. First radio broadcast was made in August 1920. At the time, only 20 people had a receiver. So, I mean... They still had more listeners than DSB. <laughs> Almost. <laughs> I just had a pop what the a fuck was that? Uh, <clears throat> Argentina already had two two female presidents: Cristina Fernandez de Kircher. Yeah, I wonder if she's related to Alberta or Albert. I don't know. Maybe it's his wife. I don't know. Uh, she was the first woman president to be officially elected in Argentina. Obviously, like I just said, she isn't the first female president to over to ever rule over Argentina. Isabel Perón, however you say it, who was the vice president to her husband, Juan Domgo, Domingo Perón. Uh... He's, she stood in as Argentina's first female president for two years after her husband's sudden death in 1974. That's a little sus. And here we are in 2020 and still don't have a female president. Well, to be fair, the last one, you know, that could have been president, you know. Pato! Jill Stein wasn't going to be the first female. I don't know why people voted Jill Stein. Fuck. Who the why fuck are you is talking Jill about Stein? Jill Stein? Pato, 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 Pato. You know what? I'm going to say it like I'm saying Tato. So, Pato, official national sport of Argentina. <laughs> this one's a good one. A game played on horseback, combining elements of polo and basketball. Oh, boy. Spanish for duck, as in the game's early versions. As early as 1610, <laughs> oh, oh, oh. 
A live duck inside of a basket was used instead of a ball. Oh, you threw the duck inside the basket instead of a basketball. That's fucked up. No wonder why PETA was invented. Uh, was often played in between neighboring... What is that? Estancias? I don't know what that is. I should click the link. We're the first time or first team to reach its own ranch with the duck would be declared the winner. Pato Pato was banned various times. I could only imagine why. Definitely wasn't because of the duck. No, definitely totally not because of the duck. It was deemed too violent, not only for the poor duck Oh shit, it was the ducks. Not only for the poor ducks, but many players were trampled underfoot. <laughs> In 1953, Perón declared Pedo to be Argentina's official national sport, and it's still played today. The use of ducks is strictly forbidden, unless you play it in your own backyard where people don't It's like know. lawn darts. You get a great game, and then the government comes along and fucking ruins it. They're like, here's these plastic darts... That aren't sharp, but could still impale you. Do you even think they still even have darts on them? I think they're just a flat end. So they always land uh, sunny side up. World's first full-length cartoon. Something that doesn't sound right. Uh, was made and released in Argentina by a man named... Man, why can't they just have normal fucking names? Quirino Cristiani. In 1917, it is said he was an inspiration to Walt Disney, who, dur- uh, who during his trip visited Corino's studio in the outskirts of Buenos Aires, Argentina. The highest number of plastic surgeries. If you think Argentina women are fucking hot. They're fucking faking the melt in the sun. Argentina women go through the highest number of plastic surgeries per person in the world. One of the world's most looks what? Looks conscious countries. Yeah. Okay. Uh, sadly, also more than thirty percent of the women undergo some form of eating disorder. Ah, yes. So their women are the perfect type of women that I would date. Troubled and hot. <sighs> Gonna commit a crime? Yeah. Before 1892? Yeah. She'd get away with it, man. Oh, yeah. But in 1892, the small, the small Argentine town of Necochea in the province of Buenos Aires was rocked by the gruesome stabbing of two children. The local police were unable to tie the murder to any particular suspect. Utilizing a bloody fingerprint left on a door handle, a local detective discovered the murderer to be the kid's mother, who not long after eventually confessed to the crime. Oh my god. Man. Wow. Be careful first who ever, you choose to have a mom. The first ever crime ever. 
yep. was in Argentina. Who would have thought? In 1892, that's when crime was invented. By Argentina. Sometimes I wonder if uh, crime was actually invented in Florida because this week on Florida, Florida Man. Drunken Florida Man attacks girlfriend. That's a good story. And Florida Man squashed his girlfriend with a pumpkin. <laughs> then flung its pulpy innards at her after she asked him to leave their home. Nathan Garisto, 26, was arrested on a domestic battery charge for the ghoulish gourd attack about 2 a.m. Monday. When cops arrived at the home in Largo, the woman was covered in pumpkin, seeds, and pulp. Garisto was heavily intoxicated while engaged in a verbal argument with his girlfriend. He claimed he only threw the pumpkin at the sliding doors and not at his girlfriend. Garisto pleaded not guilty to, to the misdemeanor charge and was ordered by the judge to wear an alcohol monitor as part of his bond conditions. Of course he got off. Without a charge. Oh, it's only a pumpkin. A blumpkin. Oh. Pumpkin blumpkins. His rap sheet includes convictions for drunken driving, marijuana possession, careless driving, and probation violation, according to records cited by the outlet. Exactly what I was saying. Of course, he got another slap on the wrist because <sighs> it's Florida and they don't know how to enforce anything. Now, Florida, uh, we got some listeners in Florida, but they probably already know. Oh, wait, they'll enforce marijuana, though. They'll enforce that shit, because you guys are so far behind. Well, it's just mostly retired old people. And yeah, mostly retarded old people. I mean, they got a whole town of, like, what was it, 100,000 old people that just retired. It's just a town of houses that all look the same, and everyone drives a golf cart. Yep, makes sense. Yeah, it's fucking Florida. I'm sure fucking people Florida. who live in Florida that listen to this already know. Yeah, you can have summer all year round, but you guys got some fucking crazy motherfuckers down there. And I'm going to try a new segment this week. Wrestling, Wrestling history. history. Uh, for October 23rd. Uh, 22nd, you mean? No, 23rd. Where does it oh, say? Oh, the 22nd then. Yeah. Whatever. What's today? No. For 20 22 years ago on October 22nd, WCW presented Halloween Havoc. Ooh. I think I actually remember that. Uh, isn't. I don't follow wrestling anymore, but I'm pretty sure NXT has a Halloween Havoc coming up. Yeah, of course they took the name. Joe Lewis Arena in Detroit, Michigan hosted this event. Uh, 14,000 were in attendance. Holy shit, that is... 210 Did you know? Watching on Hang on, I'm pausing this right now. 14,000. That was a full arena back then. Well, now, nice. in quarantine times, 14,000 is the cap for who can go to a football game. Yep. Live. Just <laughs> to let everybody know. So let's think of how big the mass is now. Like, That's crazy. 
pretty sure WrestleMania at the time drew in more people than that. Oh, well, was WrestleMania was probably about 30. 30. Career versus career for the world title match. Hulk Raw is war from Hartford, Connecticut. Oh, yeah, yeah this one was close. Yeah, we're not going to show that because we're not doing another thing. All right, the Hardy Boys disguised as Los Conquistadors. Oh, I remember them. Defeated Edge in a handicap match to win the WWF Tag Team Championship. Yeah, wow, WWF. Uh, Edge and Christian tried to dispute the outcome, and the decision stood. Of course it did. I remember that. I remember that now. That was cool. Yokozuna dies of preliminary uh, ed- edema? Edema? Something like that. Uh, a buildup of fluid in his lungs. He was just 34. R.I.P. Yokozuna. In Tokyo, Japan. In Japan. Uh, Hayabusa. I think that's how Hayabusa. Well, however you spell his name. Hayab- it's Hayabusa. Uh, was paralyzed following a botched lion salt uh, attempt during a Frontier Martial Arts Wrestling event. Oh, wow. Uh, where was I? I got a little hype there. Oh, and then TNA Impact enters the high-definition era with a live episode from Hard Rock Cafe and Casino in Las Vegas. It was the first episode of Impact to take place anywhere other than the Impact Zone in Orlando or the Asylum in Nashville. Okay. I think... So they put three places that they do the show on their list. Cool. Good for you, Impact. Yep. I remember high-definition days. I don't. Yeah, it was around like 2006 or 2007. I remember... uh, Isn't everything in high-definition, though? Yeah, now. (laughs) But... Like 14 years ago, it wasn't. I remember the first Raw in high definition. We had a party for it. We got chips and dip and fucking wings and shit. Got to see fucking. I don't remember what that night was, but I remember watching it because they advertised it for like a month. High definition. We watched it. I don't even think we watched it on a real high def TV. It was a box. It was an old box TV. (laughs) And, uh,. I think we watched it on Brett's little high-definition box TV back in the day. Before high-definition was what it is today. So it was in 720. <laughs> That's what we watched it in. The screen was bigger. That that was about the only difference. Was the screen was bigger. Wide screen. Yeah. That's when things went wide. Yeah, I think it got super wide. I remember you had to watch what DVD you bought because it might have been widescreen Square. in front of... A square. Instead of full screen. Yeah. I always like the full screen better. Full screen's lame now, because it's just a square. Everything's in full screen now, because the screen's just a square. <laughs> well, it's a rectangle. No, yeah, everything's in widescreen. Yeah. Even our phones. Well, the widescreen used to be the two black bars and then the video, and it made it smaller. On the yeah, TVs. and then people bitched about it. And then they stupid. eventually went full screen, widescreen, or whatever it is now. These days. I have a <clears throat> my Napoleon Dynamite DVD it had two sides. One side was full screen, the other side was widescreen. I always forgot what fucking side it was. So I'd start the movie and figure out it was in fucking widescreen. I'd be so pissed. 
It's fucking stupid. All right, well, holidays on this day. Yo ho ho! Yo ho! I gotta open the website. Hold on. And Gam Day. Just making sure my mic still worked because I sound super fucking low. Stay fucking Gam Gam Day. Ad Gam Day. Oh. And, uh, oh god. Naruo. Naruto. Nedida. Nedida. Gospel Day in Cook Islands. Chung Yang Festival in Hong Kong. Labor Day in New Zealand. Uh, National Day in Australia. October Bank Holiday in Ireland. And now here's all the weird funky holidays. Woo! It's National Pumpkin Day. Yay! National Financial Crime Fighter Day. What? Where is the pumpkin day for? Just, I don't know. It just says, (laughs) it doesn't list. (laughs) National Financial Crime Fighter Day. There must be a superhero that comes out on that day. Yeah, me. Uh, National Day of Deployed. (laughs) That's where you go fight for your country. Yeah. National Mule Day. This one, I love this one. Get your minced meat and eat some minced meat because it's National Minced Meat Day. (laughs) Throw some minced garlic on there. You got a perfect fucking day. (coughs) And that's the holidays on this day. Which is Monday, October 26th. And next we got Corals. Don't you fucking hate it when it's warm one day, like beautiful fall weather, you're sweating because you dress too warm because the days prior to it were kind of chilly. Then you go outside and you're sweating your balls off and you get used to the warm weather again. And then all of a sudden, the next day, it's back down being cold and now my nipples are fucking hard enough they can cut glass what the fuck is this bullshit it's fucking annoying bring back summer you know what r.i.p summer r.i.p just rip rip my ass cheeks apart (laughs) 